0: Anyways, channel.
1: Sin's confused. <laughs> I'm confused. Count us down, Sin, and we can get started. This, this is casual talk, but we might as well get started. Confusion ends in three, two, one. everyone and thanks for tuning in to an episode 159 of the gardening up podcast where we talk destiny interview guests and talk about our love of the game this week we have Des Raven, sin media kingsley mac and a special guest for a new up-and-coming destiny podcast we will get into that but our special guest this week most people know him already sweaty spooks how you doing man
2: hey everybody how's everybody doing tonight superb now that you're here <laughs> of course we're here to podcast we are <laughs> get in the we, game <laughs> <That'd> be, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah definitely that'd be send media live <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you
0: say um, you wanted a live update already i think it's a little too early sure.
1: live update already i guess
0: gambito jambit going for my second
3: reset copy cool. that
1: <laughs> I, I do want to know what's new, if anything's new. We can go around the round table. Anyone can speak up, and then we'll get into this evening. We are going to talk to Sweaty Spooks and get to know him a little bit more for anyone who doesn't and his new podcast venture. But I don't know. I guess we can start with you, Sweaty. What's new in life? Take that any way you want. What, what's interesting going on right now?
2: Uh well, there's new podcast, which is quite interesting. And I also recently just got my first clear on the new raid, which I haven't really done yet up until recently.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. That Congrats is on that.
2: Thank you very much. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I think that I'm definitely going to want to do it again and hopefully just kind of maybe learn some roles, one role at a time. <laughs>
1: so what did you think of that, um, you know, in it? tell as much as you want or as little but overall thoughts parts you liked about the raid parts you didn't like whatever you think
2: oh yeah um i don't think there was really anything i didn't like about the raid uh i don't really understand all the roles yet because i haven't really did that i was just kind of on ad clear for the first time just kind of wanting to see everything which was actually really nice that i got that opportunity um to go through and just kind of see it before really trying to have an idea to understand it, if that makes sense. Um, so like all the symbols and stuff, there's, that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh man, there's a lot of symbols <laughs> and I don't know any of them. Um, so that's going to be a learning process, um, I guess, um, for anybody.
1: You don't have them memorized yet? Come
2: on. No, I've only ever looked at it once or twice. <laughs> it's all good. It's all yeah. good.
1: I, there's still, I mean, when you have a group of six people and even a group of six people where most of them have done the raid a few times, even then we will sometimes forget the official symbol names or mix it up just cause we're bored. So it's all oh, good. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: I think I remember at one point I even said, Hey, if you even just have to be descriptive, tell us what you see, that's better than <laughs> saying the
2: wrong thing or something, you know? No, exactly. But no, that whole thing is going to be a learning curve for me. That's for certain. But, uh, no, I didn't mind it at all. I thought it was great. Um, I love the artwork of it. I like how um, the theme of it all, if that makes sense, like the weapons and the, just the loot in general um, and what it has to offer, I guess. I really enjoy it. Kind of similar how that, like the most recent raids that they've been putting out have just kind of been hitting a certain theme with each of them, if that makes sense. Um, mm. And I've been enjoying that. Well, excellent.
1: Yeah, nice. Uh, I definitely have some more questions for you, sir. But uh, I want to loop real quick. um, Anything new in life going on, Sin? And then we'll get into our interview segment. And then I'll go Mm. to Des.
0: Nothing new uh, as far as life. I think we covered a lot of that the past couple weeks. Everything status quo right now. Um, Yeah. Just a lot of game time this week. That's about it. It's all
3: good
1: and des how are you good sir here right away for the podcast and ready to rock and roll i see
4: i know right i'm actually like kind of got my stuff together it's uh (laughs) it's weird right um but everything's like uh everything's running actually pretty good um i will have to say like uh it's pretty fantastic that uh our work is actually going pretty fantastic right now. Again, like uh, better position, lower stress levels. Uh, okay. I'm able to move around better again now. So yeah, everything's looking up. So that's nice. pretty fantastic. That's
1: really good. Always a plus. That's a oh, GG right. and IRL right there. Oh yeah.
4: Seriously, uh, I mean, just yeah. the fact that I can get home and not feel like. I can't move <laughs> because I couldn't, <laughs> quite literally in some circumstances. Oh, no, uh, oh, no yeah, it was awful once. Uh, my wife actually had to help me out of bed when I woke up. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're not getting a little older, are we?
4: <laughs> oh, so, right?
1: <laughs> uh. Oh, and speaking of, for me, my daughter just turned 18. Uh, she's my oldest, but still, it is weird. Oh, got it.
4: Yeah, right. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? I think Mother's turned 19 this year. Hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you. Um,
1: good, too. I mean, i so happy for her. Like, oh, it's awesome. You're officially 18, you know, all those things and stuff and such. But uh, now get out of the house, right? Well, she hasn't <laughs> been living in the house anyway. So, <laughs> okay, good. It's a long story, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But no, she's super independent with, with everything like that. But um, in fact, because of that, I would actually be okay if she visited a little bit more. You know, right? It's always one way or the other, I feel like. It's like the kids hang on too long or or you never see them. <laughs> you know what I mean? With right. family members and stuff. So I don't know. But uh, anyways, enough enough of us. I just, you know, I like to do a little intro at the beginning to see what's new in case... You know, sometimes I hear funny stories from Sin, so that's what's the best about it, anyways. And then usually yeah. me and Des don't have much to say, which is perfectly fine,
5: <laughs> right?
1: Um, but Sweaty Spooks, seriously, seriously, we're glad to have you on, and I kind of wanted to um introduce you again for maybe not everyone who knows you in the community, who may listen to our podcast, so on and so forth. But you know, your name is Sweaty Spooks. Tell us about yourself. Anything you want family where you live and then tell us about your love of destiny
2: oh yeah for sure uh so yeah my name's colby um i have the gamertag sweaty spooks uh that i've had i've actually gone through a couple of them but that was the one that i landed on uh when i started it was like i don't know the fancy underscore pantera three 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 and You know, all that fun stuff, anime profiles. (laughs) Definitely one of those. Um, I think in the 360 days when we were playing Modern Warfare 3, it was like the 360 no scope and all that fun stuff. But no, um, so I landed on this one because it's kind of a Halloween theme. And uh, I just, I don't know, artwork-wise, Like I just love all things that are kind of a Halloween theme. I just love the artwork. Um, like one of my favorite movies is like Jack Skellington, for example. Um, I don't know. He's just nightmare before movies. Christmas. Exactly. Yep. Nightmare before Christmas. He's one of my favorite characters. Uh um, nice. Definitely yeah. agree there. <laughs> so I just kind of thought that sweaty spooks was kind of descriptive. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm like a, on don't know. I enjoy PVP. So like one of the s- slang that you'll hear around PVP is like a sweat or something. Uh, I would say I like to try my hardest, I guess. Um, And I just wanted something Halloween. So I put the two together and that's what we landed on. Right on. And you live,
1: interesting thing about you, and maybe you were going to say this anyways, but
3: (laughs) you live in
1: Canada and you live in the part of North America, though not a lot of people realize there's one more time zone further east of Eastern Mm -hmm. time.
2: (laughs) Yep. Exactly. If you search up Prince Edward Island, we are at Atlantic Standard Time Zone, which is one hour ahead of Eastern, I believe. hmm Okay. Yes. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. A lot. It throws a lot of people off, actually. They're like, what time?
1: <laughs> I, I know, because, again, I like to joke that everyone in Eastern Standard Time thinks the world revolves around them, and they don't understand other time zones.
2: Yep, (laughs) exactly.
1: No, but it's all good. And they're like, wait, there's another one in North America that has another time zone? (laughs) They're like, like, it's supposed to be the ocean past us.
2: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Follow the coast up of Florida all the way into Canada. And uh, you'll land on the coast of Nova Scotia, but you'll see a little, a very small island uh, just kind of disconnected from everything. And that's where I am. Right on. Either got to fly in or cross the Confederation Bridge in order to get here or take a ferry, I guess. But yeah, it's pretty neat.
1: Yeah. And I believe when we had you on in the past that you did mention a little bit more about that. And there's some definitely some cool areas to visit that I want to visit and where you live on the island at some point.
2: Oh, big time. I mean, we're surrounded by the ocean. So we have like all of that type of, I don't know, touristy stuff, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Uh, yeah. example like the cruises stop into here and there's all the shops set up by the shore so it's a short walking distance for them but they also uh, have like our signature ice creams down there from like local creameries I guess if that makes sense and the ice creams and all the dairy products are just the best if you're able to enjoy that not it's not for everybody some people can enjoy that but I mean the island has a lot more things to offer like tons of seafood <laughs> Uh, delicious seafood yeah. that. Yeah. And, you know, um, yeah, it's pretty neat here. It's a little cold in the winter. Not a lot of people like that, but, you know, summertime, it's pretty warm. <laughs> yeah. We also you go by Celsius instead of Fahrenheit, so I always have to convert it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh.
1: Yeah, that's true. Guilty. Hey, and um, you were, and for those who didn't listen to your previous episode, I looked it up. You were last on Episode 103. Okay. Guest Sweaty Spooks delights us to talk about the life and destiny. This was March 25th, 2021. So, well, almost exactly a year. Nice. I like it. But you've been busy, sir. You have a new venture going on. You want to <laughs> tell us about that? See, we were, I really like talking about different Destiny podcasts in the community. I maintain this list called destinypodcasts.com. And we were going to bring it up on the show anyways, but I was able to get you as a last-minute guest. So thank you very much on that. So you can take it away, sir, because you would explain it better than I could.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. So um, basically, it comes and starts with looking for a community. Uh, The thing about this particular community is it's an um, amalgamation of different communities all in one so basically what that means is like there could be four different discords if you're a part of one you're part of them all basically uh all these people support each other as you're showing even tonight just by having me on Um, because i mean you guys know that i just did an episode and i appreciate you guys uh inviting me on so i really appreciate that but it just comes down to having a creative itch um it's an interest that i have but it kind of started by being a listener first, if that makes sense. Uh, I've probably been listening for about two years now um, before I reached out. And it's almost kind of awkward when you first reach out because you feel like you know everybody so well just because you listen to them day in and day out while, uh, while you're at work. And, you know, when you reach out, you're just so comfortable reaching out and everybody's just kind of like, oh, <laughs> it's nice, though. Um, once you get to know everybody, everybody's just super welcoming, uh, super willing to help, and super supportive. Um, that's even since. Not, even Stevenson, <laughs> <laughs> since, since Lee Mack, haters, <laughs> <since>. West Virginia <laughs> Slims. But no, it just, uh, I don't know. I got, like I said, it just kind of comes down to a creative itch. Um, I tried doing the streaming thing for a little while and just kind of got burnt out of that doing it I don't know way too much I guess. And this is something where I just kind of can kind of pick at it, I guess. It doesn't like and it's just me. So there's no real pressure, I guess. Uh but at the same time, like I want to put out a satisfying product at the same time or whatever I'm putting out there, right? Just cuz it's like, I don't know, it's it's a different form of art, I guess. Um so yeah.
1: And really interesting how you mentioned just you. There's definitely got to be some uh, benefits to that and then some difficulties too. And uh, I think this is going to be really interesting. I think you're going to have great success. I think there's more benefits. But um, tell us about what you plan on doing with the format. Do you hope to have guests for the most part every week or ever going to just do solo talking? Or tell us more about what you want to have with the podcast.
2: Well, yeah, no, exactly. Like that's uh that's something that you've always got to ask yourself before you even start. Um I just uh yeah, I definitely want to do the interview part. That's what I enjoy the most. It's just getting to know different people and getting to hear about their story and uh you know, things like that. It's just I'm trying to find the identity of the podcast right now and that's going to be a growing pain, I guess for anybody. Um, so the format of what we're going to be doing is probably subject to change at this point, I would say, uh, to better suit what we're looking for. But so far, the things that I've tried and the things that I like start with the interview process, of course, uh, just kind of like what we're doing right now, just talking with folks, seeing how everybody's doing and, uh, you know, meshing together. Um, once we've gotten to know somebody then we'll move on to the show topic of the week, which doesn't always have to be an exact topic or anything. It could just be general discussion regarding a topic of interest. Maybe there was something hot and spicy in the news kind of thing. Um, so just talking to folks, really, is what it just kind of boils down to. And I had an interest in maybe learning some lore as well. So I kind of enjoy like, reading like just one little chapter out of a lore book. Uh, so I might be able to incorporate that in some fashion and kind of hoping that maybe at some point there maybe some submissions for like questions for the show or something so I can include uh, anybody that wanted to participate in something like that. Um, that's pretty much what I've tried so far and uh, just going to kind of absorb it one episode at a time, maybe see how we can expand on it, uh, maybe cut other segments shorter if I have to and you know, just see if I can put out something that just sounds really enjoyable to listen to, I guess.
1: Hey, great explanation. I mean, the show is yours and you're right. You can, there's a lot of ways you can run with this. And I was just kind of curious, but all, all the above is just such exciting news about uh, what may be going on. And of course we all like interviews when, when we get them. I mean, we know a lot of people in the communities and we hear certain people on our podcast or other people's podcasts. It's always kind of fun. Like, Oh, so-and-so is going to be on. It's like a lot of fun to listen to those episodes also.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: All right. And, um, so you just, I mean, it's pretty new. You just did episode two came out. I saw Gator was your guest on there. So that
2: was a lot of fun. Just finished
1: listening to that.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we had a blast. Uh, One thing that I noticed, I listened back to it myself upon the release, because it always sounds different when you upload it from your editing software. Um, And one thing that I noticed was the episode was kind of quiet from what I intended for it. Uh, There was some background noises that I was trying to incorporate subtly, but there was like one specific one that was too loud. I think it was the level up sound or... Something like that. Anyways, I tried turning a volume button down. <laughs> I think I hit the master instead of for that one specific thing. Um, so I might just go in and re-upload wow. it after it's been fixed, but uh, that's pretty much the only thing that I kind of notice. Everything else kind of sounds good to me. And uh, from what I'm hearing, I think people are enjoying it so far. So, uh, you know, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah.
1: And this is exciting news, and exciting to and you have a di, you had the discord for a while but you're trying to promote that again i believe right
2: well i just figure it's the easiest spot to kind of like collect uh questions for the week or you know anything of the sort that involves any sort of question related to the to the show to incorporate it if that makes sense um i suppose anybody could just yummy me if you got me on discord i don't have a problem with that either uh eventually i hope to maybe throw out some handles, maybe one handle at a time. Uh, just kind of see how it goes and just kind of grow it from there, maybe. I don't know. Question mark? <laughs> yeah. Well. We'll try. Yeah. We'll see.
1: I mean, you kind of have to have your own Discord if you have a podcast, like you said, at least for the purpose of having a place where people can write the questions if they don't know you in any other Discord. It makes obvious sense you want to have a Discord. So I'm excited I mean, the smartest thing to do,
2: the smartest thing for me to do would be just to make a website and then incorporate all the links on that website. But I haven't figured that part out yet. That'll probably be a down the road (laughs) sort of (laughs) obstacle. You can get it. But, uh, you know, like I said, everything is just pretty fresh, pretty new, Um, still kind of up in the air and just kind of looking to see how we're going to lay a foundation. So, um, you know, if anybody out there has been listening or anything of the sort, do give me some feedback. Let me know what you think if there were things that you liked or if there were things that you didn't like. And uh, we'll just kind of take the feedback and constructively move it forward. And that's all we can do.
1: Yeah. Well, and I appreciate we have people in the live show too. Ninja Muffin says, Hi, it's Sweetie Spooks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <Yep>. Ninja. <laughs> and uh, Kato says, Hi, also.
2: Ah, Kato. How's it going, buddy?
1: Now, I was hearing and and sin does if you have any questions too and then i have a couple like uh follow-up things but i was hearing and i didn't even know that much about this i mean i kind of saw you and cato and sin playing crucible from time to time but you were talking more about it on your podcast so any other things you want to say about that i'm curious what sin thinks also <laughs>
2: yeah like uh well we got some recent you guys news. A fire team <laughs> yeah my fire team yeah um Well, we got some recent news that one of the Triumphs, uh, one specifically that I had been trying to work towards pretty much ever since I started playing the game in um, Forsaken, uh, is Unbroken. And there's a timer on it. Um, So, I don't know. It was just one thing that I started working towards. And there was a couple of people uh, in the clan that we're all a part of that wanted to kind of come along for the ride. Uh seen a hand up go up for Kato. He jumped in and uh, Sin jumped in with us. Um, and we had a lot of fun, actually. I was uh, saying on the podcast that Sin kind of took me by surprise. Um, I thought that he was a really strong player and uh, I wasn't expecting the but level he's not? of strength. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, <read him> by <laughs> by I have to throw that in.
0: I do okay. I can hold my own in some, some scenarios. <laughs>
2: No, we just had a no, block.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> Sin's a pretty good player, is what you're saying.
2: Yep, he's a good player, yeah. And, uh, well, not even just that, but Kato as well, because he brings a certain synergy to even the whole fire team. Uh, he's running Raiju's Harness, if I'm saying that right, which kind of caters to his super and allows him to deflect. Uh, either could be incoming bullets or incoming supers. In most cases, a top team... Tree. Sorry, words are hard. Domblade. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. We just uh, we just had a lot of fun playing together trying to achieve this, so... I'm still working at it myself. I made top, probably Mythic 2, about 4,000 out of 5,500 range. And then just went on a major loss streak And well, now I'm down to Fable 3, which is probably 3,000, so... It's gonna be quite the fight to get back up, but, you know, I'm... I'm not going to give it up anyways. And I don't know, just from doing all of this, like I used to be scared of PVP quite literally. And uh, it was the one thing that I just kind of shied away from. Um, But that all kind of started on console with my previous clan because they were shy of PVP. And I was like, I don't know. I think things would just feel better if I were on PC. So I got a PC and, you know, like I said, the creative itch full circle, here we are. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of been a big, long learning journey. Uh, but ever since that one particular title has been put onto a timer that has been like my red tunnel focus, uh, which is why I haven't done the raid yet. Shame on me. I know, uh, but you have now we have now. Yes, we have the clear now and I have it on record. So does FUD because FUD's the one who provided the clip and it sounds awesome though it's i like the little blooper at the end um i thought that was a very nice touch to it myself so i was like that would be nice to do moving forward just like a small little soundbite bloopers at the end but yeah we'll see,
1: we'll see. and just- i think you're already a better raider than gator is so uh congrats to you <laughs>
2: Well, I can't say throughout the rest of the, the whole knowing the mechanics of it, he definitely did better than me on that 100%. And, I mean, he did pretty well holding his own. There would be times where he taught me on the leaderboard, especially in damage. Um, but All right,
1: you're not running with the joke, but that's the one,
2: okay. <laughs> the, one thing I, the one thing I will take the crown home for was being the best healer, I think it was, or the cleanser it was. <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll take that one home for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, right on. Um,
2: any other best political yeah.
0: response right there?
2: I know you just had Gator on. We can't, you can't knock him, right? <laughs> right. I can't light a mom fire. That's not right. Why would you no, ever right. do that, Sim? Why are you gonna be like that? <laughs> <laughs> just teasing. No, it. It was a good time. I, uh, I was really appreciative to get to clear on that and be able to experience that. And then, like, there'd be certain times too where I'd be like, hey, Spooks, just jump right now. Just just jump. And I jump and then suddenly I get booped off the whole map. <laughs> just like funny moments like that. Oh yeah, we got to always troll the new
1: person at the end and have them say hi to the boss. And yeah. say, now be sure to stay there and look up because he does a cool twirly move. Keep looking at him. And, and he does, so that's true. But then
3: you get pushed.
2: <laughs> Barely
1: yep. missed the edge and fell down.
2: Yep, <laughs> that would oh, be well. impressive
1: if you did recover.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gonna try.
1: So I have a PVE and then a PvP question for you, and oh, uh, yeah. I think you'll enjoy these. And then, um, what would? You, we'll start with PVE, so you can do the fu- super fun one afterwards, because I know you're more of PvP. But um, what would you like to see added? to raids to make them even more appealing to hop in for you i know i just dropped that on you
2: no it's all good it's all good i just actually want to think about it to give you an honest answer that's all
1: and you can do that i can also tell you the pvp question sure you want to go there first because this would be easy for you what would you like to see added to pvp um you know anything from like ranking system whatever you want you know to make PvP I mean, more
2: for me, I think I like their loot system. I think they should keep their loot system, but I think their match pool making should be a rank system, and that's just my opinion. Um, at least then I think that would cut a lot of the noise, I'll say. Uh down maybe a little bit. I'm not gonna say a lot. <laughs> But it would help because at least then it would give you a sense of where do you lie? Uh, And then just kind of, you know, how to push that progress bar a little bit further, I guess. Whereas now it's just kind of like I find you'll go on a four to five good game streak and then you'll just get smashed for the next few. And it's just it just seems inconsistent and a little flip floppy in who you match make. But that's the game, and that's what we're dealt with. So, uh, yeah, that's what we deal yeah. with.
1: Yeah, you still play, you still have fun, but you know, there's always can be things that people want added. You know, to yeah, that it, extra little just bump or whatever. It would be you know, interesting. Maps, that, everyone would want that, and then you know, other things too. So,
2: oh, well, of course, and it would be interesting that if they did introduce the rank system, that they, I don't know, I find that the ranking system you rank up your reputation with whoever and you know you get an engram. I just find that's not a proper rank reward loot system, if that makes sense. Uh, because most of the time you're just gonna shard it anyways. And uh I don't know. I just think it like the ranking progression will give you some sort of meaningful climb, if that made sense. Um yeah. but I don't know. That's just me. Um in terms of PVE what would make rates more appealing to me? Um,
1: probably. Do you, do you like the loot that's in rates or could they do better there?
2: No, I do for sure. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I just never think about doing (laughs) rates and I'm guilty of that for sure. Um, and i'd like to do more it, like i shouldn't even say that because i find for me it comes in seasons um like i'll get super interested into one particular game mode and i'll do that for a long time and try to mid-max my understanding of that game mode if that makes sense so i've done that for gambit i've done that for the pve playlist i've done and currently i'm doing that for the pvp playlist like i've never done this for the pvp playlist before Uh, But previously, like, I was doing GMs, whereas I had never done GMs before. Um, I do have my raid emblem, so there came a point where, you know, I was doing raids a a lot. (laughs) Once I kind of figured out what it was and how it worked. Um, But, of course, the progression from there comes with having to learn, you know, where things spawn, the mechanics of it, uh, how to properly communicate to your team, and uh, trying not to sandbag the team, I guess um i <laughs> well well yeah you don't no, want to sandbag the team I know. <laughs> feels bad <laughs> uh at least no, that's, that's, that's that's me works, yeah. i i feel guilty whenever i'm sandbagging the team so like i made it quite known that i've never done the raid before but hey i had a great time i learned a little bit more about the mechanics and like i said i do intend to go back in there and uh learn some more of the mechanics, but what do I want to see possibly added? You know, I would even say that a similar ranking system, Um, I would think, take away the reputation system and just replace it across the board with a ranking system. And that ranking system could have a little symbol on your, uh, what do you call it? The call sign, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And that could just reflect your rank and your, I'll guess I'll say playlist of choice. Uh, or the content of choice you could have the raid symbol um and then you could just have i don't know some things to identify what it is that you've done as a highlight achievement i guess on the call sign kind of like what we already have i think there's just different ways of giving players satisfying rewards to flex to their community if i be saying
1: it it totally does and i know i get what you're saying i mean it wasn't trying to lock you down on a super specific answer but yeah there's always (laughs) things that they could they could add to that and i'm just truly curious you know like
2: i wish my rng was
1: better (laughs) uh, you were a better rng yeah i mean i guess if the exotic is really appealing i think it seems like with vog more people were itchy because everyone wanted vex
2: yeah i mean i still don't even have that so (laughs) well there
1: you go we need to run more vog
2: Yep, I actually really enjoy that raid. Once I come to learn it, um, I have no fear of it at all. Uh, now, like, there are certain roles that I haven't done before and don't understand, but I mean, it, like I said, I'm more than open to learning. <laughs> I like the loot from it, too.
1: Right on. <clears throat> so, yeah, awesome to hear about what you've been doing in the game. You did a raid recently, but you're super into the PvP and you have a fire team where sin is not a pleb and, and Kato's there too. And it sounds like you guys are having a lot of fun. So that's awesome. Good time. Yeah, Kato does a good right job here. too. Uh, any other questions for sweaty right now? Just general questions about anything. And then I suppose we can uh, get into some
2: extra news of stuff going on.
0: I'm still waiting for sweaty to get me my first uh, 5,500 in comp.
2: Yeah, we got to get there. We got to put some work in on that soon.
0: I know. If I'm going to get unbroken, it's uh, definitely those are the the resets and the 5500s are the only thing holding me back. So,
2: well, and the good thing is, as soon as you hit it, you're good, <laughs> right?
0: Plus, it'll be good because the more I play it, the more opportunities of getting the Mita Catalyst, which I don't have yet.
2: Ooh, yeah, I was I was very fortunate enough to actually have that drop, but. Uh, it dropped at an odd time. So it dropped during a time where people said you had to go Legend in order for it to drop. There was no other option, but it dropped for me at Mythic 1. And I was like, well, I think that's wrong. And they were like, no, no, I'm, dro- I'm telling you. And I'm like, well, I have a screenshot of it dropping at Mythic 1. And they were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
4: pretty sure it's wrong (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) so that was interesting but uh no it's it's good the most recent catalyst that i had dropped for me that i've been wanting for a long time for pvp purposes sorry is outbreak perfected um i wasn't able to get that catalyst when it was in uh but it's dropped for me recently and been having lots of fun with it actually experimenting with different builds in general, um, when the season first started, I ran straight up OmniOculus, giving my entire fire team, because it's 3v3, invisibility, just communicating and positioning. Um, but recently, I've actually run two Blade Barrage, uh, which is actually quite interesting. Yeah, I know. See? See? <laughs> and uh, my intellect is at 100, so I'm one of those.
4: Um, no, that's fine. I'm actually on my PvP set. My intellect is 107.
2: Still, yeah,
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, the only reason I'm running Blade Barrage is because it's like the fastest hunter, I guess, offensive, yeah. uh, super to come up. So I just figured in yeah. things like comp or trials and you know, competitive situation, it could change the tide if you're lucky enough to get all three in one shot. Uh, and then just kind of collapse with, you know, the rest of your fire team if you're able to pull it off. Planning yeah. and executing are two different things.
4: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, I just... I used to love Blade Barrage. It was fantastic. Uh, even after the first, what, two hits it took, it still felt pretty good. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was a good, like, reliable hunter and shutdown super, which... It's fantastic it was our panic button it was great and then they hit it like a couple more times and now just i don't know it just feels bad (laughs) it just feels bad uh i
2: haven't been uh i've been i've actually been enjoying it for a little bit oh and i'd also like to announce hi uh listener my name's is sweaty spooks and i'd like to say that i've been clean and sober of stompies ever since the release of witch queen thank you very much everybody <laughs> right on
1: i was going to mention that too because you mentioned that on your podcast and it's a very apropos uh topic right now because of uh, <laughs> what's going to happen next season <laughs>
2: indeed it is a spicy topic
1: <laughs> so you don't uh, actually... have to build into that because you're not going to be running stompies anyway so we'll bring you down 50 <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is correct. Um actually I'm experimenting right now with different uh exotics just to see what I like. Uh as of late I've been running Worm Husk with the blade barrage, uh just to kind of get me out of the Lamarnarch. Oh. oh my goodness. Words. Le monarch situations. Um Yeah, it's been coming in handy. Um it's a learning process. The other thing I was trying was uh some young Ahamkara spine. Uh, which is increases your tripmine grenade during a blast radius, all that fun stuff. I'm not um, too sure if I mesh with that, so we'll just kind of float between the two to see what I like more, because I find neutral game is probably a bit more important these days. But I still have one particular exotic that I hold on to, because I'd imagine there's going to come a day where I'm going to want to do Gambit, Liar's Handshake, Whenever I put this thing on, I know for a fact that my role on the fire team is a moats collector because I get so up close and personal with uh, yellow bars, and I basically just stun lock them by continuously punching them, and then I just collect all the motes anyways. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, so, um, oh, and the, <laughs> I probably mentioned this too on my podcast, but... So we all know that I'm a hunter main from what we just discussed, but my Warlock actually has the best stats out of all of my classes uh, and it disgusts me. Because <laughs> I just I don't know, it's, it's good for whenever I'm doing high-end PvE stuff I tend to fl- uh, <laughs> forgive the pun, float to my Warlock. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but, uh, interesting like idea. It. Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I was I, I was pretty well done. I was just saying that uh, I kind of like going between the two. I still really enjoy playing my Warlock, actually. I tend to, you know, talk smack about Warlock and Titans just because, I don't know, I'm a newly founded main hunter, I guess. Because before that, I actually main Titan. And then before that, whenever I first started, I made a Warlock. So, I don't know, it's just a shit-talking circle altogether. So, I tend to have this saying at the same time though play uh stupid games win stupid prizes just be careful what you <laughs> say around who you talk around <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh and there's gonna be some competition coming up we're soon, supposed to have uh, filters we gotta watch what we're saying in front of people we've never <laughs> heard of that eh, maybe maybe not it depends
2: perhaps <laughs> of course but, then but real
1: quick <laughs> uh, we there, this might be a cool idea we should have a symposium where. um you three uh, kato was mentioning in the chat too we need to talk builds on hunters so Cato, Dez, spooky and then since i'm a newish hunter i would love to hear just some back and forth about different builds i know people have talked about this many times but it'd be fun to potentially talk about it on the podcast so we'll see if we want to go
2: down that route or not sure um let's see i'm gonna go to loadouts
1: Sin, you're not... Okay, Sin wrote something in the chat. Sorry. I got (sighs) to say this because people can't read the chat for listening to this afterwards.
0: But yes, I... Did you say what? Because I'm not a Hunter main. You're not a Hunter main yet. You've not earned that title. And I've been using Hunter a lot, especially
1: in Crucible. Sin wasn't even listening to what I was saying. I want three main hunters to talk about it, and then I'm very excited to listen to it. I'm not going to ah, be talking about it. yeah, because so, you're you a newly Kato, found hunter main. Yeah, Cato Des and um, uh, you, you know, and uh, I don't know, just kind of an interesting idea if it happens or not.
2: Well, there's a couple of different. You you get a few different choices, and it really just it, it's completely based on RNG and your drops and your armor stats and what you can push. Um, so I'm going to just take a peek here right quick. Where the f- Where is it? D2 armor picker is what I have been using to mid-max my stats. If I notice I get a drop of a certain um, exotic that I really like here, I'll put this in the chat so everybody can take a look if they want. If you go to this, you hit clear, you pick your, um your character I guess so in this case I'm going to go hunter underneath it's going to say select the stacks you want to achieve uh, if I'm going pvp I'm going to go 100 intellect uh, just for the build that I'm going for or what I have in mind uh, and then just kind of build it off of that and what it's going to do it's going to update and refresh if you see anything grayed out that means you can't go any higher because what it's doing is it's reading your inventory of what you have already uh, and telling you what you can Max out basically uh, using whatever armor that you currently have in your inventory. Um, so you could do the build that way artificially uh, if you want to put it that way. Copy to DIM. It'll give you like it'll just copy a a DIM which is Destiny Inventory Manager URL. Which you then go to DIM, paste it in, search. It'll darken all your inventory out. Highlight what you need. Put it on. Upgrade it if you need to, and uh, bring your stats up. So that's basically what I've been doing just to experiment with different builds. What am I using now? While I get assigned sign in in order to find out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh, this is uh, a good site. I haven't used a lot, I, but I appreciate yeah, the things well, you were mentioning, the exotics. Good uh
4: I, I will say Dim has a similar feature, um, but I do prefer the user interface for the D2 armor picker, though. It has a somewhat... I don't know. It's 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 just slightly better. I can't quite put my finger on it, but there's something I like better about the uh, armor picker interface over Dim's build. Everything,
2: everything that you're I mean, yeah. in game. Okay, so this is uh, that's a PvP build. You probably want to hear more about PVE builds. So let's put. Oh, yeah, I was on.
1: I was even interested in hearing your PvP builds because um, uh, what was one of the the the. Duration of the grenade, the skip grenade. Um, I actually got a really good roll of that. What's the name of that one again? I remember. Shinobos? That Shinobos. I got a good.
2: like Val. Yeah,
1: yeah, really good base drop on that the other day. Um, still, of course, looking for an Orpheus, but. Uh, well, yeah, Orpheus.
4: Right? There's also yeah. like two different camps of stats right now. Because um, there are the, there's the camp of stats that still looks for a hundred intellect, but then there's the camp of stats that. Oh, what was it i think a tier four intellect was like optimal basically to use uh, people have found out because of the changes that they made to uh super region a while back mm-hmm. um but yeah so those are like your camps right I, now for well, stat, those
1: are good reminders I, I, I think i would yes. agree with what you're saying des and kato kind of said the same thing in the chat
4: and yeah oh 50 there, intellect. Diminishing- okay so tier five
1: but still right around there. And otherwise you can go higher, but it's diminishing returns, yeah. right? It's not as
4: useful. It it still does make a difference, but yeah, I think the yeah, the community is kind of agreed in general that tier five is optimal. Um but yeah, it's pretty much diminishing returns and you can get quicker supers at a hundred. Um like that's you can, but it's only very slight now. There's not as much advantage of running a hundred intellect as there used to be, but you still can. One hundred percent.
1: Yeah. If you happen to get it with a triple, then great. But don't focus on that.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, and also for hunters, uh, what? Mobility, recovery. Right now, I'd probably say discipline are your tops. Probably. Yep,
2: especially on a stasis stasis subclass,
4: 100%. Mm Yeah, because that and, I mean, a hunter dodge, I mean, mobility is up there. Whatever you do as a hunter, still, do not build that heavy into strength. We don't need it. Not 100%. Um, Not especially because one of our dodges can refill a melee as long as you're close to someone, so there's not really a lot of Uh, purpose to running a strength build on a hunter
2: well that's where I actually found one this season and I put a picture of it in the chat for everybody to see um, which I put on the other loadouts let me put this one back on so I can actually look at what I'm talking about (laughs) probably helps there we go okay so Night Stalker, Mobius Quiver. Um, I was using that at the start of the season because I found that the arrow shots actually defeated opponents in PvP, but later on I found that was not the case anymore. Uh, So, if I'm running... But that's actually what I use whenever I'm using PvE. Um, The Snare Grenade, I guess, that's a part of like your Throne Melee, comes in handy quite a bit uh, in terms of sharing... Uh, invisibility with your team whenever you're wearing Omni-Oscalisk and uh, Oculus. Sorry, (laughs) Omni-Oculus. There's just a certain synergy, but I'm using 100 strength because my melee is what gives that to my teammates and everybody gets damage resistance and enhanced uh, stability handling um, recovery and it just kind of gives a little boost to everybody. Uh, Now, in terms of PvE content, it can actually keep you alive at points. And uh, like I said, the Mobius Quiver is still a very effective uh, PvE super. Um, But if I'm going PvP, it's got to be Spectral Blades 100% because of the movement. You can kind of zigzag back and forth, jump in the air, and uh, just be a lot harder to hit. And uh, I don't know, it's just a lot more enjoyable, I find. Um, if I am going to be going void, it's going to be sniping or shotgunning. And uh, that's the words that everybody doesn't like hearing, of course. But I guess I those are just the weapons that I'm most comfortable using. Oh, good discussion. No, huh, yeah,
4: that. this is 100% fair. Um, also, to be fair, in my defense, I still don't have Omni Oculus, so I haven't been able to play around with that so much. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Because I still haven't chased
2: for. I was really lucky with the drop. Um I think I don't know how many stats it dropped with. It would have been somewhere I it was a high drop. Currently while it's um masterworked it's 73 stats. So it was pretty Just high. By- yeah, so it's it's boosted up to 83 since MW, but um I can't complain about that, but I mean, same could be said for the worm husk I'm wearing right now. I only got this one to drop recently and after Masterwork, so, there's a total of 90 stats on it. On the what?
4: <laughs> <laughs> after Masterwork is what on the Omnioculus?
2: Um, on the Wormhus Crown, it has 90 stats on it total and uh, for my Omnioculus, it's 83 stats on it after Masterwork.
4: So that would have been a drop of 71 on the Omnioculus. Natively,
2: now here's the sad thing my stompies after masterwork and having powerful friends as well, which is a plus 20 to the mobility, is <laughs> 102 stats.
4: It's mm. <laughs> crazy. I see that's the thing. Well, what, what confused me is the omnis actually, uh, I think that's a perfect stat rule of 71. Or at least the highest stat numbers it can get. If I'm not mistaken, it was it's a 71 that some uh, that exotics can get at max. I think it There's might be a, a 70.
2: Screenshot of it in the chat there.
3: I like the look of it too
2: with the ornament. Kind of goes 71. like a, it's a creepy look
4: almost. Yeah, yeah. Because either 71 or 73 was like the the highest upper end of stat numbers that you can actually drop just period on a piece of armor um the way that uh it rolls and yeah you definitely because that intellect would have been just a plus two so that's an actual an absolute bottomed out spike high in mobility discipline strength that's not bad Uh, at least for the build purposes um
3: yeah like that nice to
2: yeah, I enjoy that one. Now, I'm going to take one more screenshot of my warlock. <laughs> and, and
1: for those of you listening to this after the fact not sure what we're talking about the chat, uh, if you're not in our Discord, sorry, I just had to mention this real quick. We have a link yeah, yeah. on our website, theguardianhub.com. Click on About Us. Join our Discord because we have a fun channel where we talk about stuff during the podcast. And that channel is called Podcast Live Talk and Questions for the Show. So, again, just go to our website and you can join our Discord there okay carry on
2: all right uploading the stats of my warlock just to disgust everybody
1: <laughs> for those just listening right now sin live update what are you doing
0: <laughs> i'm actually going through dim now and looking at items
1: yes yeah. nice. <laughs> it helps you build <laughs> it makes big sense time. we're all kind of looking at stuff and geeking yeah. out yeah so <laughs>
0: I didn't realize how much like old Hunter armor that I have, like old, uh, old armors with the perks already baked into
2: them. Yep. Yep. And that's why that's so important. Yeah. I'm slowly
0: phasing them out. As I get the new drops, I'm deleting them and bringing in the new ones and getting rid of all my dupes. So,
1: Oh, same here that I've been trying since I've become quote Hunter main this season, I've been trying to chase a, a newer, um, uh, the leg, the um, Orpheus rigs, still don't yeah. have a one that I can slot mods into yet. <laughs> at yeah, least the snaps are pretty good, good already. But
2: I was lucky enough to get a good drop of those not too long ago, actually. So I think it was a sixty-six stat drop. I was like, "Yep, I'm content with that." <laughs> yeah, believe. and
4: for it, yeah for anyone basically uh, starting into build crafting at all, just as a Super, super uh, basic rule of thumb. Oh, what was it? I think it was a 2015 rule on armor. Like, stat numbers are nice and everything, but um, there was, like, a an old rule I found that if a piece of armor drops with a, like, high teen to 20 in the primary stat you're looking for and a 15 in a secondary stat you like keep that piece of armor so you don't really have to focus on the number too much yeah um, because a lot of other stuff is kind of icing on the cake can be as long as you have that basic uh 2015 and then you can at least hit workable uh stat numbers with that basic rule of thumb
1: that's good to remember but that sounds so 2015. I'm no, just kidding. Well, let me tell you, my um, Orpheus rigs that are not Armor 2.0, so I can't slot mods, but they have a 25 mobility and a 20 re- 20 resilience. It's not bad. So at least, like what I was saying, they're they're usable for now until I can. I still don't want to be able to slot mods, but uh, yeah, at least they're usable.
2: Yeah, and I mean, like the D2 Armor Picker as well will allow you to back into you know your build if you're going stasis it'll allow you to choose whatever stasis mods or fragments or aspects that might be beneficial to the build itself so that way you can kind of have a not i just think that builds are going to be more prevalent moving forward in the game if that makes sense like if you're oh, yeah. really wanting to participate in end game content uh you're just going to want to pay more closer attention to what you're using because that could make 100%. the difference to what gives you an advantage versus a, a disadvantage. Um, and once you get into it, it's just, it you know, it sounds like a bunch of geek talk, but all of it makes sense, and there's a, a place for it. <laughs> and it's just, it's a lot of fun and, in, and interesting. Like, it's almost a hobby. It's like playing with Lego, seeing what clicks, what doesn't.
4: And I think, at least from what I gather on uh basic things I hear, uh i think especially for like the end game like grandmaster nightfalls uh, i think resilience is kind of being treated like in pvp harder into recovery than resilience
2: yep and you'll see that in my hunter builds that like if you compare the two so my uh blade barrage 36 res resilience that's good enough 75 recovery but i mean i got 100 mobility and 100 intellect which is what i'm prioritizing right but if you go to my uh, Omni Oculus build, um, then you got 100 strength, 72 intellect, 60 recovery. It's not the highest, but I mean, it's still better than 43 resilience. And then, okay. you know, the trend here is that my resilience is the lowest priority out of all my other stats that I have in a PvP environment. Now, if I was going to a PvE environment, I'll care a lot more. <laughs>
4: yeah yeah because also to be fair again the whole resilience because i've seen a lot of people kind of disregard resilience in general Yep. um which i mean you should only really disregard resilience if you're going for that content type like if you're going yeah. for master raids if you're going for gm nightfalls if you're going for pvp like i said drop your resilience down but if you're just doing a normal raid, Run a 100 resilience if you want. You're going to be practically immortal, so... Oh,
2: yeah. And it's a lot more fun because of that power fantasy, right? It's just... Exactly. Your stats serve your intention with the game, if that makes Indeed. sense.
1: <laughs> it, it's so Indeed. interesting. I had high recovery on my Warlock, and I always liked that for PvE stuff, and then my Hunter right now hovers at best in the 4 recovery. I, you know, I just got to work on it a lot more and at first I was like ooh, I don't like this because before I knew how to use Hunter, but I was like my Warlock can just recover so much better but mm-hmm. now I feel like even with the lower recovery on my Hunter, I'm still safer overall with all the dodging and invis and mobility Yes, as
4: <laughs> yes, you can be. Um, there's, there's ways around it but also at the same time, I mean, Warlocks do want to focus on recovery a little more anyway because you get uh, your Rift Timer is directly tied to recovery yeah, yeah. on Warlock.
1: Which you definitely want that with the Void 3.02. <sighs> yeah. mm-hmm.
4: And also to kind of break that rule um, of low resilience, um, Titans and Warlock, well, depending upon what the Titan and Warlock is running, well, Titans in general kind of want higher-ish res. Um, yeah, But well, Warlocks still want a higher res. Because remember, they made that change to where your resiliency determines your survivability in both a bubble and yep. a well. So yeah, I know. Just keep that in it's mind.
1: Like, I know it's <laughs> kind of too bad, but it makes sense. It's fair. It's uh, <laughs> yep. I mean, I don't. I, I know that's things that people that main well more think about more. I, I tend to forget that from time to time. But uh, yeah, if you're doing the harder content or some PvP stuff, you definitely want to get your. Resilience up there for for well protection.
4: Yes. Yep. Yes, because I think uh, God, what were we? we were, I think we were just trying to do uh, I'm just trying.
3: What was it? Oh God, the name, the name, the name, the name.
4: Ahmkara. Riven. There we go. I think we were just trying to do Riven at one point in time, and just having <laughs> seeing your health bar just kind of dip sometimes, and after, like after they made the change, just like huh, this isn't a place I thought I would nearly die. In a room, in a well, not on anything <laughs> difficult. <laughs> it was either Riven yeah. or Templar. Either way, but yeah. It was probably it,
1: Templar, but I, I know what you're saying. It's, it could be. Yeah, it's,
4: <laughs> yeah, but it's it was definitely a noticeable change. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, running, standing in a well that was inspected. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'll just throw on well, and I'll be a well, and it'll be fine. We're almost dying. It's like, um, we're not fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Does someone have another well?
4: <laughs> right. uh, Third well, fourth well. Somebody, anybody? Yeah.
2: Actually, speaking of PVE content, there is one thing that I'm quite excited to jump back into. Um, I'm just hitting the seven, or sorry, fifteen seventy five range in terms of light level, uh, which means GM time soon. <laughs> Ooh. I do really enjoy doing GMs um, and getting the reward at the end of that. So, yeah, it's nice.
1: Yeah, no, I'd that's like, cool.
2: I'd like to see if I can guild my conqueror title at some point, but I'm not in a big rush to do that right now yet. I'm kind of focused on the unbroken one first. Excellent. <clears throat> These are really good discussions because it helps
1: remind me to and i love i love how we just went off to these tangents that's what's best about having these discussions having people on and we can just go any way we want but but seriously anyone who's listening to this after the fact if you aren't sure on some of the things we're talking about we have some screenshots that sweaty and other people posted in our podcast live talk um, discord channel
2: i mean we could start talking about cones
4: i'm just kidding (laughs) 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 cones um (laughs) <laughs> oh God, uh, that's right. I forgot. I ran trials for a while. Jesus.
2: Yeah, it's Final. uh, it's rough, but I, I've, I've been having a lot of fun with it lately. Even if I get my rear side handed to me, I don't know. I did go flawless once this season, at the very least. So that gave me access to the uh, confidence card, which shake your ass out. Just
1: the laughing. It was great.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. No, it's just it's something that I've been enjoying. I'm been trying to really push yeah. myself. I haven't gone flawless again since, but you know, I just kind of keep trying again and hoping for the best. Like I have goals. I just haven't reached them yet. I've been re- working really hard towards them. It hasn't happened yet, so I just got to keep grinding. Exactly. Yeah. It's a labor of love, Guardians.
1: Yep hopefully it's love hopefully and, and and sin are you pulling your hair out yet with uh you know trying Gambito. to reach? well i was even thinking comp i mean you're you're because triumphs and these goals are always so important to you especially when it comes down to the wire hopefully you're not i hear you're like on your deathbed within these next few seasons just pulling your hair out
0: <laughs> well i kind of stopped doing the uh solo comp because it's i think it's better going in as a team. Really. Like, yeah, I mean, I've heard some people have be like super successful at going in solo. That's great and all, but I found less success doing that.
4: Yeah. Well, why are you going? Well, okay, here's your first problem. You're going in solo expecting success.
0: Ooh. <laughs> hey, I'm only going off of what I hear.
4: I mean, but still, that's your problem. I'm not expecting
0: to here. get steamrolled three matches in a row. I'm expecting it to be a little more even. And no, a lot of times no, I'll, no. I'm going no, no, match that's... and then get crushed. Again, Just hear
1: that, that from one person uh, on Reddit. I don't know where you're all hearing that. <laughs>
0: no, there's again, people that said they've they've gone flawless solo. Like when they're doing the flawless. Okay, game. yeah. Okay,
4: who who's in? Who you're gonna? Okay, who, uh, who didn't Hazel who, do it? Who? Uh,
0: let's see, Hawks. I believe Hazel. It, right? Wynn.
4: Okay, Hawks. I mean, someone that's good in PvP.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Is he good in okay, PvP? No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. I'm just giving a couple. (laughs) Uh
4: (laughs) Okay. Again, here's your problem. You're going into a competitive environment, expecting success, going in solo. That's your problem. Number one.
0: I'm not expecting necessarily success. I'm expecting a little better experience. No, no, no,
4: no, no, no. (laughs) <laughs> no
0: now you're arguing you're, just safe to argue
4: <laughs> no <laughs> what I'm saying is you don't go into that kind of environment with no comms no nothing and expect to be anything but steamrolled without very specific uh, freelance without freelance just, that's what I'm, I mean I'm, that's, I'm, talking, that's,
0: I'm talking freelance I'm not talking like the solo queue and getting a bunch of groups that is absolutely utter trash the freelance versions of them are still bad
4: okay well i mean that's still on you i mean sorry, sorry. <laughs> because when again i'm the still...
0: best person on the team that's bad
1: happens well, to the sometimes, best of sometimes it's the only option you have but i don't know it's it was just kind of a funny comment that she made <laughs>
4: like no, I mean, you were like just, really <laughs> every everybody just everybody take the advice unless you're some amazing God or just good at PVP, don't yeah. expect any kind of success going in solo. If you want success going into trials, get a team, get practice, stop With running combs. head first. Yeah. Stop running head first into the enemy team. When your teammates are saying, let's do something different.
2: Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm guilty of that too. <laughs> Cause like actively as my teammates are saying, okay, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> and here's what we are going to do. At the exact time that they... And I'm just going off in the opposite direction because my instinct has already taken over. And I'm like, no, no. I want them to see you two over there so that I can flank over. And then, uh, no, I got sniped in the head and that was useless. Like Those matches are going to happen and that's a part of the learning process. Like Before going oh, yeah. flawless on my own, for the first time solo, I took 20 L's. I, soccerogi can vouch for that. I was pretty upset that night uh, because... Well, I refused to walk away from the computer until I got a W again. <laughs>
5: Ooh, and I took 20 L's,
2: dudes, yeah, literally 20 L's. And uh, then I got the W, I walked away for the night, went and slept, went work worked the next day, I came home, ate, did all the adulting stuff, sat down, went flawless first time trying. And the L's that I had taken the day before were kind of like muscle training me to understand the map a little bit better um i was mad as hell (laughs) so that's why i took a break and came back the next night and just i found that kind of worked in my muscle memory i guess it just instinct on the hot spots of the map where you can and cannot peek what weapons you're using and how that's relevant to your positioning but that was 20 l's dude that's a that that's a better pill to swallow (laughs)
4: but Either no, I mean it might be a bitter pill to swallow, but it was something that it was your medicine. You needed because you learned from those mistakes. But Which I'll tell you, I, I never would have,
2: and- I never would have been able to say that if I would have just gave up after like six or
4: ten, even. Um, exactly.
2: It would suck, I mean, <laughs> but I did
4: it. <laughs> it. It's the important part of one thing I definitely try and like get to people is that uh, it's 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 part of my mentality. That's why I don't really care if I win or lose. Yeah. Because the far more important thing in a match and an improvement and in anything isn't looking at the stats. It's looking at what you can learn from the situations. And another that is yes. I find
3: too far more is
4: valuable.
2: It's like, hmm? another thing I find too, is it's after you've kind of subject yourself to it, you're kind of like numb to that first shock introduction once you kind of used to that, it just becomes a loop playlist. Is all it is. You don't care if you go flawless anymore. It's just like whatever. I'm just here to have fun with my friends, and that's honestly all that really matters. Even if you lose, whatever, who cares? You're losing together. That's great. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, for me too. I agree. Even on the PVE side, which is a silly, a more silly example, but like you know, often we're raiding and. We're, we, we wipe or something on a damage on a boss, and everyone's like, Oh, look at the DPS there and there. And I, <laughs> I'm usually like on the top 80% or whatever, but I don't care. I, I'm just learning. I don't care about those stats. I, yeah. I want to know. I'm rain so much that I know what I'm personally learning. And my main goal, it's always important to me, is to eventually learn the mechanics of the raid, the ad spawns so that I can stay alive. And then there's plenty of times where we're just goofing around. I'm dying a lot. It's no big deal because it's a normal run raid. Oh, yeah, but yeah. my goal is, my number one goal is if I can stay alive because when i doing harder raids or first time things, if I don't care if my DPS isn't as high at first, I just want to be able to stay alive. So as long as I'm personally learning, that's what I'm happy about. Yeah.
0: Was, at least uh, most times we're teasing each other with the numbers. Let's oh, yeah yeah. oh yeah yeah
1: big time yeah i mean that's a part of it <laughs> and that and that's fun then too and then we're like oh look so and so why were you so low i was running divinity <laughs> you know those type of and we have a little fun things back and forth but you know
2: i mean are you really <laughs> sure if you're not doing that <laughs>
4: Brian? half the times it ends up me being looking at kato's number going how are you getting like half a million more damage than me we're using the same loadout." Um, legitimately one of the last times i ran uh val he gave me his exact loadout he was running and somehow i was still half a million damage behind him it's like what the crap am i doing wrong
2: (laughs) (laughs) but i mean you know going through those experiences whenever you do have that odd good match something to flex you take a screenshot of it and share it with everybody like i'm doing right now in the chat this is one of my most recent trials matches, and although I had probably five shitty matches before and probably ten shitty after, this one match, I popped off and I got a good score and took the screenshot, patted myself on the back, and said, good job, buddy. You can do it again. And another thing, it threw me off because I had Dan Revan on my goddamn team, and I thought it was Des Raven for the long boy. Well, <laughs>
1: explain to the chat the numbers here for those who aren't looking at it afterwards i mean yeah you're at the top here you're 12
2: so this is a game where i really just kind of steamrolled everybody shamelessly um but again shamelessly is uh i'm gonna say justified by taking those five l's before this match Mm -hmm. um and that's something that you have to understand too is whenever you're doing that like you're giving that experience to that other person right now um so you know just don't be a dick about it. I don't teabag people unless it was, like, a really good play and we were supposed to lose or something. Like, not oh, yeah. just to be a a a, a dick. <laughs> but anyways, scoreboard, what's going on here? So, um, we won five rounds. Uh, five is the max. Uh, the opponents won one round. Um, I have the highest kill count, the lowest being three. All three opponents on the opposing team have three kills or opponents eliminated each. Um... Not one of their KD is above one. As a matter of fact, the highest is 0.5. Coming to our team, my teammates were really good support for me. I died one time. Opponents eliminated 12 with a 12.0 KD because I died one time. My teammates were, like I said, uh, good support for me in this match. Uh, Seven kills for a person that's in second. Shout out to Semper Agredi. Uh, Deaths four. Uh, that's a 1.75 KD. And I like looking at the damage dealt here because you remember each uh, bullet or fusion rifle bolt that hits the enemy like as you're going through it. Um, so at the end of the match, that can tell you what to change up with your strategy. But anyways, uh, last on my team, Dan Revan or uh, Des Raven, mock wannabe person that never will be because he probably <laughs> doesn't even know what lore is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry for outing right. the Stan Revin person,
4: <laughs> anyways. You're not sorry, Dez. <laughs> didn't you have
1: that emblem for quite a while, too? I'm trying to remember, I feel like you did.
4: Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wrecked I that emblem for a while, so yeah, yeah,
2: 100%. So he's got six opponents eliminated, he's got three deaths, which is a good score of a 2.0 KD. He was like I said, good support, but really, those guys were just supporting me being, um an alpha i guess meaning it's a playstyle where you're really just aggressive you're an aggro i guess is another word for it um so if i had to hide behind cover they would throw cover fire i would heal up and jump back out and just continue the cycle over and over again but anyways like i said it was just a proud moment for me pat on the back i was very excited about that that is the kind of thing that makes me excited the same way that Kingsley gets excited over a raid uh, completion and things like that. So I just get super hyped about it and I'm like, you know, that's what carries me forward through the upcoming L's that are going to be dealt to me and just keep trying to learn and uh, improve and bring it to the next match. That's really all I can do.
4: Uh, And also for people saying that that kind of play style can't uh, fit into a group setting or can't, be consistently successful in a trial setting. Um, I actually knew, uh, a streamer that did carries who had that exact same play style. He would be super aggro. He would jump into the mix of enemies. He would get like, I mean, he might have the most deaths other than his carry, but he also had like either the, or second most kills, uh, yeah. in there because he would, like I said, he would dive into the enemy he would take out as many as he could. Uh, his backup was like a good, like floater overround, and then of course, you know, Carrie just did what they could and hopefully didn't die. Um, yep. But yeah, so that's like that strategy um, can energize, it can be successful, and it can do well um, as long as you're somewhat intelligent about it.
2: Especially if you have a beta and a gamma. Uh, so I'm talking about different playstyle roles. There's actual terms for these. Uh, Beta would be more like um, your gator, I guess. You're uh, conserved in the back, not maybe just up in the very, very front. I would say maybe second or third line back if I had to guess with a pulse rifle. Uh, Maybe trying to hop around, use movement and positioning type of thing. That's you know, kind of a flexible role in that sense, but defensive primarily. Um, I know there's Gamma, which is... You're kind of open to all roles, which... It's understood or better compared in Gambit, I guess. Because in Gambit, there's just like... You know, you got your Moats Collector, you got your, um, your Bank Keeper, you got your DPS guy, you got your person that deals with the PvP stuff and the Invaders, you know what I mean? So... Um, if you have one person that's able to flex into those different roles, when somebody goes down, that's a strength in itself and is rooted in a game style. That's called a gamma. Um, so whenever that's, that's just really what happened with that particular game. Um, like I said, it's just kind of breaking the science down, geeking and nerding out about it. But (laughs) (laughs) essentially, you know, you can really break this down into a science if you wanted to. And, uh, I'm not saying I know everything by any means because I don't. I'm just saying that I'm an open mind and that's one of the things that apply.
5: Uh,
3: oh. I forget what the fourth one is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm,
4: trying to, I'm trying to figure out where I place because I'm definitely more, I'm kind of mid range but I'm also like especially here recently, I tend to be uh, kind of a flank flex whenever I play Trials. Yeah. Like, two I, teammates usually converge on a point, and I'm, that's usually when I'm trying to, like, find a way around where the enemy's not paying attention.
2: Yeah. And the thing about trials is you so got to be careful is. about <laughs> peaking because uh, more times than not, you'll probably be outnumbered. Like, they'll be buddied up. So you got to keep in mind, if you're going to peek a corner, be ready not to just peek one but two people. Like, if you have that mindset every time, at least if you have to 1v1, um, then... If you can hit your shots, you should be able to win the fight, but, uh, you know, that's entirely dependent upon practice and if how bad you want it.
4: And or if you're, you're a hunter, get your dodge button ready.
2: Yep. Exactly. One of the challenges the I've been, <laughs> one of the challenges as a hunter that I've been facing in the PVP aspect of things is the Laura Lee Titans, um, Either one-shotting with Ariana's Vow or Monarch. Monarch is probably the worst of the two just due to the sheer one-shot range of it. Uh, and, you know, that's not me throwing shade or anything like that. It's just saying that's a different challenge that I'm not used to. Um, and it's something that, you know, you just you have to keep your cover more to the front of your mind rather than the back. Um, because, like I said, all you got to do is just take one peek out, and if you got to crouch down Laura Lee Hunter with a half shield over there with an overshield, and another titan beside him with the void overshield, and then a, a warlock behind him with the healing rift, like, good luck if you're 1v1 with that. <laughs> just either back off, take a different position, maybe see if you can bait one of the three out, like, you just do the math in your head, and yeah. try not to I find, too, like, if you're going to peek a corner, don't be right up against the wall to the point where your chest is touching the wall. Because the second you peek out, like, you're more exposed, I find. Whereas, if you take a few steps back from said wall that you're going to, I'm going to say, clocking, if you understand uh, the analogy behind that. Kind of like how a a clock hand moves. Um, So, if you're peeking around the corner... I picture how a clock cam moves to where your sights are pointing to. Um, you just kind of safely check the corner that way rather than just jumping out and be like, huh, let's take a look while I'm w- in the wide open and just get shot. Done. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah it makes sense. Yeah.
2: Just uh, small learning lessons on things that yeah. you learn as you go. But yeah, like like I said, the Titans has been just something that I've been trying to figure out as a because is uh, the reason I say as a hunter is because you don't really get any damage boosting stuff, um, other than what comes with your weapons like rampage or something like that. But I mean, warlocks have a bit more at their disposal in terms of the empowering rift, although they do have to sacrifice the healing rift. So I mean, I think that's fine. Other than I have I've just I have to say the child of the old gods. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I, yeah. that is. Oh my goodness! Whenever I was using it, I felt so op and powerful i was like sweet i can take a couple of thornhead shots duck behind cover and just throw down a healing rift and wait for you to die and everything's great <laughs> right uh, that thing,
4: getting stuck with that thing is uh unfortunate sometimes
2: <laughs> that doesn't even crack the grenade of uh, axiom bolts i mean did that nerf go live no. i know there was talk about it uh yeah, that uh, was the
1: last update I thought.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that'll be live now. I'm. Uh, I haven't really been playing a whole lot of PvP as of the past <laughs> couple of days, so I don't know what's prevalent right now or not. But uh, no, that was just a thought that I had.
4: Yes. Um. Also, um, about that Axiom bolt uh, thing. Um, because a lot of people, I uh, think. I definitely misconstrued it when I first read it, but they didn't add aim assist to the Axion Bolt itself. I think what they did was they added aim assist for shooting at the Axion Bolt. Yes, they did. Go away.
2: Yes, they did. And I've noticed, and I'm like, thank God.
4: (laughs) I've because I I definitely misconstrued that the first couple times we read it, and then like I read it again, and it's like, wait a minute, no, this, no, oh, like it clicked with me, like
2: the what. Tense I find or, I'm, uh, or whatever I find I'm even able to hit it like for my teammates now, like if I see a chase and you, bam, yeah. you're good, let's go
4: <laughs> yes, um, which I know all throughout d one was the huge argument some people had uh if you can even shoot them or not, um, I couldn't even answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I'd sit there unload into, it. It's like I don't know, <laughs> it didn't kill me, but I can't determine if it just ran out or if I shot it yeah
1: well you heard that sin you better start shooting them and stop complaining about them
4: <laughs> now to be fair though uh again running in trials i definitely felt the power like it's that def- it was they definitely ramped that sucker up it's it was rough like well, freaking half my health yeah. gone
2: as soon <sighs> as my level was kind of under everybody that's when i like stopped going flawless i noticed everybody else has done with all their pinnacle run and stuff and i'm still catching up but meh whatever <laughs> Um speaking of which actually I think that's a good round table question for everybody. Um so the thoughtless that I had shared a screenshot of with everybody kind of touches on the subject of crafted weapons. Um that would have been my first crafting weapon experience. Uh and I have to say I was pretty satisfied with the process although the first initial like few levels to get to a point where you're using perks that are relevant to your playstyle. That can be kind of a grind, a little annoying. Uh, I could try to speed it up as much as I could by going to the grasp of the Avarice dungeon, uh, throwing an anchor void tether down to the ground so it doesn't damage the enemies, but they're all tethered there. One bullet damages them all, goes towards the count, so it's just kind of a way to multiply it. Um, but anyways, I was pretty satisfied with the crafting experience. Has anybody else crafted any weapons that they're pretty happy with yet, or have a good experience with that, or a negative experience?
0: The glaive for me was one of the biggest ones. I followed somebody's recommendation. Um, Moe's and uh, Kato, I think it was, we were talking about the crafting on it and I enjoyed it. Um, I used it a little bit on my Hunter before they nerfed that invis. Piece where you could almost be invisible the entire time. Uh, But it is still a pretty solid build. I've crafted every weapon at this point, just because for the triumphs, the, um, the seasonal weapons and all the witch queen weapons i did go through that painstaking process um i've been working on the pulse rifle right now the peace of mind i'm trying to get that up to level where i can get the enhanced perks because i would like to take that into pvp honestly and just kind of see how that stacks up because i've definitely gotten killed by that quite a few times
4: yep why do you need the enhanced perks to take that into pvp Mm. i'm confused
0: Maybe I don't, but I'm going to get to the point where I can go through all my options. I haven't even looked up any preferred builds on it yet.
4: Uh, I mean, wouldn't it be kind of better to see if the gun is even your style? Um, I've been using I mean, it in game um, Okay. I mean, that's still and, not quite PvP, but I, I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it's actually doing pretty well. This The build that I have on it right now, which is not very good. I got a. Elemental capacitor and overflow. I mean, it wouldn't be my preferred style if I was going to do it, but um, I've gotten a few kills on Gambit when I've been out of heavy uh, when I've been invading. And it's actually it's pretty solid. Actually, yeah.
4: overflow is a super powerful perk in PVE.
2: Yep. Yep.
3: Yeah. Super PVE powerful. aspect.
2: Yeah, that's one of my like, favorite yeah. PVE. Uh perks for sure i have a really nice palindrome that i kept for pve and it's equipped with uh overflow as well
4: i hilariously i underestimated overflow under, even though hilariously i had a uh i had a curated gnawing hunger mm-hmm. um before you know you couldn't grab those anymore um which is overflow and rampage and I liked yeah. it, and it was cool and everything. But I really didn't feel like the use of Overflow until the curated uh, Nightwatch that the New Light Campaign gives you. Yeah. Because it has Overflow and explosive rounds, and that thing. I don't know. For some reason, it took that weapon for me to use for a while for it to really click and go, you know what? This is a really good perk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I haven't been doing too much with that yet. I, I'm going to start crafting some of the raid weapons, but uh, the main one, other than, of course, osteo, I did do a Glaive also, I think, but not, I don't yeah. remember if I did enha- any enhanced perks, but I, I have my tarnation with enhanced field prep and enhanced chain reaction, especially yeah. since that's fixed now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with spike dates, it's uh, really fun for me in PvE. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Um i don't know i have so many weapons made uh but i've been playing so little they're not leveled at all um but like i said the 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 process of leveling them is probably like the most painful part of the entire process
2: now i will Um, say this yeah Um, so if you're getting red border dropped SMGs, keep them. doesn't matter what kind of a gun it is. Just keep them. If you're getting red border pulse rifles, keep them. If you're getting red border auto rifles, keep them. If you're getting red border hand cannons, keep them. If you're getting red border snipers, feel free to dismantle them. Um, (laughs) things like that, right? Because you can burn through hand cannons, submachine guns, auto rifles real quickly Um, whereas if you're doing snipers it's going to take a while, so it better be a gun that means something to you, which is why I was able to do my thought list, but if it's just, you know or if you're going for a certain frame, makes sense but if you're just doing it for the sake of the consumable, so you can make something else keep those quick to run through red borders, every single one of them, because it will come in handy, it will come in handy.
4: I mean, yeah good lord, do them, drain them because especially, I mean, also to be fair, it's that's becoming less. That's going to become like less and less of advice, considering they're going to be getting rid of the uh, specific elements. So
2: okay, okay,
4: yeah, that's they announced that for next season, they're getting rid of like ruinous, mutable, energetic, blah blah blah. Um, okay. So all we'll need are the neutral elements, which I assume is the only thing we're going to be getting out of red borders now after that is just going to be the neutrals.
2: Yeah, hopefully that's the case.
4: Um, but yeah, I don't know because there's definitely, I'm just not looking forward to having, cause I've, I have a crafted cataclysm or cataclysmic. There we go. That one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, leveling it is going to be something of a nightmare. Uh, it's not going to be too, too awful. Cause I mean, I just um, I just have to to dedicate some time and like run some strikes or something and just use it a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Um. Yeah, and I don't know if have we used it. Um. At least the 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 one thing I really like about the crafting system are in fact like the stat spreads and everything. Um. Because I mean, this this system really does basically make master working like a thing of the past. Considering uh, what level ten gets you the extra, or it basically gives you the masterwork bonus. Um, and then level twenty gives you uh, you don't actually select a new bonus, but you can. Uh, um, it actually gives you the equivalent to adept master working bonus where you get the additional stat increases. Mm -hmm. So I really like that aspect of it. Like still super much. I really like that, but good God getting level 20.
2: Yeah, it it is a grind. (laughs) One thing that caught me off guard with my trials participation is like, once you just start looking at it as a grind and less of a, I have to do this right the first time kind of a thing. Um, I got a lot of Ascendant Shards, like a lot of them. I must have masterworked like four or five different oh, exotics just to kind of be able to recycle them at some point. And I was like, this is kind of nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah.
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Um, circling right back around, because the way my mind works... Um. If this will load up any quicker, oh my god, there we go. Um, I finally actually got a decent Shayuras,
5: <laughs>
4: at least cool. for PvE. Uh, heating up golden, golden tricorn.
2: Okay, golden tricorn I hear is a spicy roll lately.
4: Uh, it can be it, I see more use for it in PvE for sure. Like, PvP, it's still like a basic 15%. Damage buff when you get a kill with the weapon, and when okay. it first procs up, which isn't bad. Um, it's definitely not like the twenty that will usually push weapons over into new into like exciting TTKs, mm-hmm. but fifteen percent isn't anything to sneeze at. Um, but the and getting another powered melee or grenade kill in that timer will refresh that uh, damage buff, which is huge and nice. But I see that as highly situational in PvP.
2: Yeah.
4: Highly. Um,
2: it, it would have to play a piece into your build choices. So, like, your build choices don't necessarily always reflect what you want to do, but what's best for the team. So, if you have someone that's playing the part of healer, like, whenever I think of a healer, uh, I think of a certain community member that most of us may be aware of uh, Lumina. Um, I mean, I've never played with this guy before, but I hear of his feats and commend him for choosing for uh, his playstyle because he's more of a healer and keeps his teammates alive while they can be aggro. uh, Perhaps one could play as a flanking distraction. It just, you know, it builds into the puzzle that you're building with your teammates, I guess there's a place for everything. It's just a matter of figuring out where it, it it's necessary <laughs> and you know, what weighs risk versus reward. Yeah.
1: Well, boy, you guys are having a lot of fun talking about this, but we do need to start wrapping it up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. No, it's okay. No, I, yeah. Uh I was, uh, you guys are having so much fun. I felt bad. Like, Oh, I don't want to interrupt. But, uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. What, but, I mean before we go like last minute thoughts I mean I know we've been talking about weapon stuff forever but <laughs> I I guess anyway you want to take out sweaty I mean uh you're the guest for tonight and um and uh you know we are going to want to really focus on people listening to your new podcast and such but uh I don't know hopes in general for destiny or what you think about the game last minute thoughts
2: <laughs> Hmm. I wish I had better RNG, (laughs) but I'm not entitled, and I know that. Um, I just kind of hope they take a look at their progression system in general uh, for all activity platforms. I think that the reputation system is dated. Uh, I think that is probably in the pipes later in the future at some point, but they have some other things that are perhaps a little more... At the forefront, such as, um, well, Solar 3.0, Arc 3.0, two things that we're looking forward to at some point, but have yet to really hear much on. Uh Hopefully, we'll be getting some more news at some point in the future regarding such topics. But
1: And it seems yeah. like solar is what we're getting, all but confirmed, right?
2: <laughs> oh, I, I hope so. I mean, I'm not going to complain if we get Arc, because that'll be more well, yeah. handling focus, but... Uh, in terms of the playstyle I'm currently experimenting with, I'm not going to say maining, but uh, yeah, I, I'd be really interested to try all that kind of stuff out. But yeah, I think they're just, their general progression system needs to actually feel rewarding, whereas you're just like, oh, okay, well, oh, sweet, a uh, piece of armor, how many stats? Okay, it's a 48, I'm going to shard it. <laughs> Just kind yeah, of yeah. feels like you're going through the motions, I guess. So I just think that's the fair. progression system—that's probably about it. Um, I mean, they want to include ways for people to feel rewarded for doing raids with the currency options. So I mean, progression rewards system. <laughs> well, things have been getting better in
1: in some aspects of that, and and there's more we can get. And I really like—it's slightly different than what you're talking about, but I really like how they did. The vendor, it in the Throne World Finch, and how yep. bounties came back to having progression too, not just XP. And there's mm-hmm. reasons to run patrols, and and uh, I mean there kind of was those bars before with all the vendors, but it, it's just it's a little more meaningful now, especially with you know red bar weapons, looking for those drops and stuff. But uh,
2: yeah, 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 for sure.
1: All right. Well, um, boy, uh, we've asked you this before, so let's think of a different way to change it. But uh, you can tell us dessert also if you like, but tell us about like a a drink or food that you've been fancying these days. Um,
2: One that you really like. A good root beer float, honestly. And that
1: counts as a drink and a dessert. It does. (laughs) You win, (laughs) sir. French
2: right. vanilla ice cream Barks root beer some uh, ice cubes and perhaps some tasty treats that you want to slap on top of it if you really want but I'm just good with the float itself nice <laughs>
0: Barks <laughs> yeah. root beer ice cream float that
1: sounds delish right
0: about now
2: right? well yeah, what type kind
1: of root beer would you like Sweaty if you had your choice you know, Barks root beer bark, bark, okay, yeah, sorry. I was
5: going to say bark. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Barks for root some reason I only heard Sin say it <laughs>
2: my bad all good um i mean a&w is a close second maybe um but in this house we we like uh a brand called mug i don't know if it's in the states or not maybe it is yeah yeah, it is big now but it's still around yep we uh i like that brand as well but i mean if i had to pick it's going to be barks all day every day uh a good coca-cola float is pretty good once in a while Mm. and i like finding like legitimate sodas to make floats out of uh, the orange creamsicle soda turned into an actual float is amazing mm-hmm. um you know i just I, I like floats they're tasty and uh it's going to be coming yeah. handy come the summertime which is fast approaching um and you know what it's nice to have after a good long day of fishing <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice which you like to do and you've posted some pictures of you doing that in, in our different discords
2: yeah it's uh it's my time away from electronics, people, noise, things, stuff, people and people <laughs> and people.: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, we sure got our talk of, of people tonight, but no, it's been good. I, yeah, it's it's nice too. and And isn't it true sometimes that we can talk to our friends online and we don't get worn out the same way we may in real life? <laughs>
2: right. 100 percent, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's
1: nice. It's nice. We that's why we love doing the podcasting and why I know you enjoy it too. So um yeah. I guess just let everyone know again. Uh really uh sell your show and everyone, you better listen to it. You better subscribe. I know it's on Apple
2: Podcasts now too. It is, uh, it is. I uh I got that up today. Uh, So the podcast that that, uh, our good friend Mr. Kingsley Mack is referring to, it's called The Blueberry Lounge. Um, Description is pretty short, so I'll just read that out loud right quick. Blueberry Lounge is a Destiny 2 podcast dedicated to Guardians. We interview Guardians, find out more about them, discuss their relative interests from weapons, builds, various activities, maps, strategies, and more. Um, Basically, just
4: talking (laughs) about
2: the game and uh yeah just geeking out nerding out learning about stats and you know how things affect certain builds and just basically just how we talk tonight really um but yeah no uh, doing interviews and um we I'm trying to incorporate I guess I could say question of what would usually be the month for the listeners uh however I'm not going to call it that just yet cuz I'm just going to leave it as the question for the listeners until I get answers of some sort yeah (laughs) and then maybe once uh if anybody feels like they want to participate maybe uh then we can rotate it out then if not then i'll just take it down not a big deal but um you can reach out to the discord the spooky mansion uh if you have a question for the show uh some show segment feedback uh, or if you had a question for the guest, because in the Discord, I'm going to be announcing who we're planning to have on for guests, etc. Uh, so that way, you know, if you're a part of the Owl Sector Alliance, if I'm saying that right. Oh, yeah, you are. Which is an amalgamation of various servers. What is that, may I ask, they say? <laughs> Dude, <Did you> tell <laughs> <it's> en- sir. <laughs> well, essentially, like I said, it's an amalgamation of different communities together to create just one big community. Um, a lot of, a lot of us podcast, a lot of us podcast, and it just comes out of general interest and the enjoyment of the game and the discussion and the, just the community behind it all. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun to participate in, you know, be a part of, uh, so, I mean, the guardian hub, for example, I'm a part of their clan. Um, and as you can see, they support whenever we're trying to do, you know, our own creative itches projects. Which may also be a Destiny podcast. They didn't have to have me on at all. They didn't have to mention anything about it at all. But here we are. This is the kind of community that you want to be behind. Or communities that you want to be behind. And yeah, you know, there's a lot of banter. And Sin Media over there in his corner. Live updates, in, <laughs> More Gambit. <laughs> Beautiful. Short and sweet. <laughs> but... uh yeah, so, you know, the the whole thing is just to come be a part of the community, have good conversation and have friends to run more activities with and just talk about those activities and you know, explore those things. I I'm, I'm actually looking forward to learning the lore in the Blueberry Lounge, but um so yeah, come join us. Uh check out the podcast. I have a whole two episodes out now. One being <laughs> Meet the Host or Why Podcast. Uh however, our next episode being episode 2 features um a host the to the guardian downcast otherwise known as get toddled the gator and uh you oh, know yeah. it's just an example as to how all these communities are kind of intertwined together uh in the alliance you know so and how we support one another and have each other's backs yeah so come now you did remember community.
1: your monthly fee right to be in the Alli- no
2: just well <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, just going to crank We don't this. speak about
1: that. <laughs> excellent sir no seriously everyone check that out oh dogs are barking um that's my sign uh des where can people find you good sir
4: uh you can find me in the places doing the things um across several discords you can find me at des underscore raven on twitter where you know, hilariously, I actually kind of forgot about uh, updating the spreadsheet entirely these past couple of weeks because I've been having such a good time at work. So sorry about that. <gasps> anyway, life getting great. in the way for yeah, life getting in the way for the entirely opposite reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so sin.
0: Uh, they can find me in the Discord, of course, over on Twitter, sin underscore media.
1: Now, Oof King, take us out. Yes, you can find me as OofKing in the Discord right now, but uh, my name is Kingsley Mech, and you can find me as that. Most everywhere else, except for on Twitter, I have yet another name. It is MC Kingsley. But more importantly, forget about me, the show you can find with all our information, links, how to join the Discord, how to join the clan if you're interested, how to give us reviews. Please check it out. You can check us out on Twitter as The Guardian Hub, but more importantly, go to our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Sen. Thank you, Des. And very, very special thanks to our guests this week, Mr. Sweaty Swooks with your amazing new podcast. Oh, I really appreciate having mansion. you on. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. I nice. appreciate you guys. <laughs> Thank you. And we will Magical catch you all always. again next week. Have a good one. Bye.
2: this Get Arnold.